Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we, yeah, <laughs> we winging it on a hope and a prayer. Mm -hmm. yeah, do, um, we're still going to do our, our weekend review, though, right? Yeah, of course, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Who's going to start? Whoever you say. You. <laughs> I, knew that was gonna, I knew that was coming. <laughs> See, you had a chance to get out of it, but you didn't take it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> So Victoria again, mm. and okay. uh, Miss Ruth, will you go next? Absolutely. Okay, and then I will bring up the rear. All right. On that. Um, okay. Okay, we got that. At least we got that part taken. And we're so of. glad to see you on time and in the building. I, I am. I am so happy too. It was, Did you break any? Well, there for a little while, but everything comes together the way it needs to when it needs to. So I'm grateful. All right, that's true. All right, everybody, time to roll your open. Have a great All show. All right, thank you, Alan. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Authors Up. Hey there, Ruth. How are you this evening? I am well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And Miss Victoria Henderson Poole. Queen Victoria, how are you this evening? The Queen. The Queen is wonderful. The Queen is wonderful. <laughs> how good, how good, how good. Hey there, Ben Hines. Good to have you on the line tonight. And Miss Linda Cooks has dropped by Authors Up All this right. evening. And we're glad to have both of them here. Uh, I tell you what, this is going to be an interesting evening. Everything we do here at Authors Up is a little interesting and not quite the norm. And this is going to be one of those shows. But we're going to start the way that we usually do, and that's with our week in review. And we're going to start with you, Queen Victoria. Oh, okay. The Queen actually has had a very mundane week. <laughs> it's been a week. I am I'm actually in the throes of moving. And, and I'm just going to tell you guys and our listeners and viewers, whew, get rid of stuff. Get rid of stuff now. Just take some time and do some spring cleaning and, yeah. and unpack unpack the packing, unpack the stuff you haven't packed since the last time you moved. <laughs> because it is, it's something. It's, oh my gosh. 
and papers, I have discovered that I'm a paper hoarder. Oh. I'm finding papers from 2016. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I'm telling y'all. It's, 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 it's just it's bad. It's bad. And this move didn't have to be this bad if I had just taken some time to clean up and, and you know, but I, I'm I'm heeding the message now. I've been throwing out. Um, yeah, I've gotten rid of some clothes and some yeah. shoes. I mean, I have a tub of shoes that I haven't put my foot in. Got to go. <laughs> it can't go with me. It Not can't to go the new me. place. Nope. It just can't wait. <laughs> so I move from an old place. I'm moving to an old way of life. I move. <laughs> To a brand new life, you know that song. I move on my old friends. <laughs> so that's my um my take for this week. You know, just take some time to do it. And I have been meaning to do it. I see you, Francine. Francine says she has an unopened mail since two thousand nine. You know. Unopened, unopened. I, I don't think you needed what was in that envelope at all. <laughs> Just recycle it at this point. It's just yeah, Shred yeah. It. It's just you know, and I'm I'm moving Tuesday, and see, it's almost to the point where I don't even have time now to go through stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just kind of like okay, let's just get this boxed up, and I have to go through it on the other side. But I wouldn't have had to do that if I had just taken some time. So I just implore everybody, you know, just just it's time to unclutter. It really is. That's the word for the week. Unclutter. Unclutter. Yes. Like get rid of it. Your clothes that you know you haven't worn since the pandemic, before the pandemic, just yep. give it away. Just give it to Goodwill. Just, just let it go. Set it free. <laughs> will Goodwill accept things? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. they will. Okay. They will. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. um, that 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 was my week, and, and that's going to continue to be this week too. But you know, I'm looking forward to next week, right? Where I can mm-hmm. say to you, I moved, it's done. Yep. <sighs> now I gotta unpack, but still, it's, it's done. Uh, yeah, you'll be in your new place. You can take yeah. your time unpacking. It's just so I don't yeah. know what kind of background we're gonna see next week, but it's not gonna be this one. <laughs> Look, just make sure the camera's only facing one way. That's, That's it. That's it. I, I'm just saying I, it's gonna always face one way, but I have no idea what's gonna be behind me. I'll just make sure it's not boxes. No. <laughs> Francina says I'm clearing clearing out everything now. Unfortunately, I am a, a See? order. She no, needed that. She know. needed that message tonight. She needed that message. You're yeah. not alone, Francina. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with you. So true. So true. I tell you, my I let my my grandson uh, help me clean some things out of the basement. I said, I got to, you know, unclutter. I got to yeah, get yeah. some of this stuff. If you are in doubt about how to do that, I will see if he has time on his calendar because I will pick something up and he'll say, Nanny, have you read it in the last six months? Have you seen it? Have you looked at, throw it away. I exactly. Lynette has it right. Lynn has it right. Throw it away. I, but it may come back. I'm, I might need this at some point. No, you don't. You don't even know what it is. You haven't looked at it. You don't need to throw it away. So cleaning with him, not a chore. <laughs> he, sounds, he sounds like my Vanessa. Vanessa said, Mama, this skirt is from 1999. Because I remember it when you were small. Throw it out. <laughs> you know the sad part is, is she could probably she, walk away with it because it'll probably be in style 
in the next 10 years. And she's probably right. You know, she was born in 1998. So she do, she know what she's talking about. That she saw it in 99. <laughs> How about you, Miss Ruth? What was your week like? Well, it was less, um, maybe a little more productive than Victoria. <laughs> so... now, I've been productive. I'm just, you know, I've been very productive. Put up. Oh, come on, Lynette. Of course, Lynn, it will come back. It just, you know. Sometimes it does. Like, yeah, yeah sometimes what? it does. Yeah. I think her first comment is the right mirror, though. Throw it throw away. It out. Just throw, throw it away. away. Just throw it away. Just throw it away. Just come um, back, you get another one. Okay. Well, I look, look, look. We all remember the um, like the shoulder pads and the oh, highways no, from no, the eighties. No Those are all back. Those are I, all back. It can come back, but I'm not wearing it. I don't need shoulder look, pads. The mom I look like a lot of back there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no shoulder pads. Those mom jeans, remember those? Those are back too. Mine never went away, I don't think. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but I think they always been there. What else did you do, Ruth? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm actually, um, I I've hit a stride. I'm getting ready to uh, hit publish on uh, two uh, brand new books for uh, two authors with my. Um, my publishing company. Yay, so I'm, I'm excited awesome. about that. I'm always excited. You know, even if it's not my book, I'm excited to hear about get a new book. Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I got the opportunity. So I've only done um, eBooks and paperbacks. I'm getting the opportunity to do my first hardback. Oh. So I'm kind of, and you know, the thing is, you know, we are obviously in an inflation. So the cover, you know, mm -hmm. for the, so the cost of a lot of things is going up and I've been watching the costs of books rise yeah. and yeah. you know what, honestly, we'll pay what it takes, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. to get a book because you want to read it. We will. We, yeah, we, we will. will. So it's just, it's interesting to see that, you know, and just to see the difference between the hardcover, softcover, the ebook yeah. and to price everything. So it's just, to me, I'm like a kid in a candy store, but it's just, you know, it's, I, I love what I do and I'm ha always happy to see a new author. Congratulations. That so. means business is going forward. I love it. It is. Yeah, it, yeah. it has been steady since the pandemic. You know, mm -hmm. I can't speak for you know, a lot of other publishers, but from what I've read, a lot of people have taken the opportunity that the pandemic provided to write their story. Yes. You know, and I think that's what, you know, if you are thinking about writing your story, now isn't, there's no better time than now. That's it. Mm -hmm. so, can't tell it like you do. That's right. Ruth, are we going to see these authors on our show? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait. Now we are booked for the rest of the year Woo -hoo! so Woo! they'll be How about that based out Snap, so Snap, I, Snap. I i'm excited i actually had to close our calendars oh wow um i will reopen them again in july and we'll that's, start booking for 2023 that speaks volumes doesn't that it speaks think volumes. about it we've only been on the air for about two years and three months three wow. four months now almost two and a half years we are book solid so. for the rest of the year at one time we would just book for like the next couple of weeks mm -hmm. <laughs> we talking right. we're talking we're, we're in february let's let's just make this clear we're booked through december we are booked through december yes that's awesome 
Yes. Wow. Thanks to your humble. hard work. Ruth. Yes. Yes. It is look, you now. It is us. It is us. Our author uh, keeps our calendar and lets right. me call her every other day and right. say, what, what, "That what is awesome, God. God, we thank you. You're right, Paula. God is so good. Thank you, God. Yes. Wow. And, and there's gonna be some good news for Miss Paula in in uh, in what. In the near in the near future, yes, near yes, Paula she's yeah. going to be joining the list of of authors. Yes. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So we're proud of you too, Paula, and we can't wait to to get your your book in that pipeline. So we'll be saying, "Oh, get the book!" Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, how was your week, Andrea? Well, you know, my week was absolutely phenomenal. I bet okay. it was. I have my book. I got it my book. Fantastic. I, 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 I see. Whenever she don't even know what to say about it, I, I just get so excited, and 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 for so many reasons, yeah. I get excited because of you guys. Because that this thing would never have happened. Never wow. have happened without you all's encouragement and without you even, uh, you know, sometimes you just need people to tell you what to do. And uh, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. You know, nobody said, do you think you want to write a book? No. Ruth, Miss Ruth, Miss Ruth said, you're going to do this going to write. challenge with us. And I thought, what? I told you she scared me a little that day. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yes, you are. You can do it. And I said, oh, well, okay, I can do it. You say I can do it, I can do it, and I did it. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I was so, I have been so happy about uh, the number of people, the response that I'm getting, and people that are anxious to get the book, to want to get the book in their hands, mm-hmm. to want to read uh, this story. And, and I've, I've learned so much. And one of the things that I've learned, which absolutely had nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight, but I've learned to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes as much as we think we've got it, as mm-hmm. much as we think we've got the plan for it, we've, we've got to listen to the people who are in the industry that know more than we know. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and take advantage of their expertise. Yes. I remember when I was writing um, Nanny Nuggets and there there were some covers that I liked, that I really liked. And I happened to be at church one Tuesday night and the church photographer was there and I said, hey, take a picture of me and Jasmine. And she said, okay. And she took the picture and we had not planned it. We hadn't planned it color-wise. We hadn't done any of that. We just hugged each other and, and that was it. So when I was trying to decide what cover to use for that book, everybody said the cover of you and Jasmine, everybody Mm -hmm. except me. So I couldn't find anybody to agree. So I go to another person. (laughs) You know how we do. I'm going to keep going. Somebody gives me the answer I want. So I'd ask somebody else and they said, yeah, you and Jasmine. I'd say, but what about this one? Because I didn't want my picture on the cover. Mm. What about this one? And they said, no, you and Jasmine. 
and finally, my my mentor, my life coach, my teacher, trainer said, when you ask people who have expertise in the area that you are looking to have an answer and they give it to you, Mm -hmm. they know what they're talking about. That's why you asked them in the first place. So I humbly put my head down and said, I'll take me and Jasmine for the cover. (laughs) But what happened is so many people told me afterwards, I was drawn to the book because of the picture of you and Jasmine. Look at that. And I would have gone in a totally different direction and I would have been wrong, so wrong, so wrong. So I, I am I am grateful for for uh, Studio Griffin. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. And I thank her for telling me, just go sit down now. Yeah. <laughs> and look, we, we, we're going to have a longer conversation next week because you're going to be our guests of honor that's right and we're going to talk about the train yes i got my copy so i'll be able to hold it up (laughs) did you did you do your your um comments your review my review Mm -hmm. i believe i did 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 she do a review okay well if you if you didn't there's still time (laughs) that's right that's right there's the read that I did, but anyway, I I, I thought I did so in the preview. Ooh, thank but okay. you, Paula. Thank uh, maybe I did. Yeah, you well, yeah, you included a comment in there. Now you need to write a review. Write it in the review. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I will do so it. Much, so much that I'm learning, so much I know that I have to do, but but that has nothing to do with tonight, except that I'm grateful. Amen. Amen. And thank all of you who tune in and who listen and who who follow our craziness week after week. (laughs) (laughs) Keep coming back. It's a special kind of crazy. Special special kind of crazy. But tonight we we are supposed to talk about love in literature. Okay. And I say supposed to talk about love in literature because this is one of those shows where um you know, you 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 may visit a friend. You might go go to their house, and and they've got another friend over, and they're sitting around chatting, and they tell you, "Come on in, have a seat, join the conversation." <laughs> it's it's one of those nights. Y'all come on in, <laughs> get comfortable. That's right. That's and right. Just yeah. just see what see what we've got to talk about. So we're supposed to be talking about love in literature and love is just a universal language mm-hmm. and and i say that because it really doesn't matter what you're writing what you're writing about there's love in there somewhere uh-huh. right i just think it is um it may not necessarily be a love story but there's love within the relationship of the characters mm-hmm. uh, that, that you're writing about, no matter what kind of story it is, you know, whether it's a mystery, whether it is action, thriller, suspense, mm-hmm. even the horror movies. You look at the horror movies and horror stories. Somebody loving on somebody is, before they got hacked up. What is that whole uh, series, <laughs> the Twilight Twilight series? Yeah, yeah that's built on love. Uh, <laughs> Vampires and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Then you 
got this love story going on right in the middle of it, you know? That's right. So it, it just, I don't think we can, can get away from it. I don't right. think we can, even, right. even if it's not meant to be, you know, even if it's not billed as a love story. But, but when you think about love and literature, I, I know what first comes to my mind uh, is, of course, poetry. Right, right. Because that's where all of the flowery verses come from and all of the, you know, mushy stuff. Yes. <laughs> do you have a piece that... Do you have a piece? Do you have a piece of poetry that, um, that you felt inspired by? Is there any particular prose that that most, you like? Most of of me personally, of my work, of my no, work? no, I'm just saying, oh, or just any other general? author. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm always drawn to to Shakespeare. Okay, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. That that's first thing. Yeah, it would. Hmm. It would be Shakespeare. It would be the Romeo and and Juliet. Oh, you know, mm -hmm. the rose by any other uh, any other name is still, it's still a rose. Where for art thou? That's yeah. the only line I know. Where for art thou, Romeo? Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that you know that that's tough too for some people because of, yeah, uh, of yeah. the language uh, of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I. I when I think of love, I'm, I'm immediately drawn to romantic love. And mm -hmm. that, that to me is, is the epitome of it. Are there more writers than that? Absolutely. There are right. writers and the Terry McMillans and all those folks who write about relationships and, and Stella getting her groove back and all that other. Yes. You know, <laughs> that has its own own posture and position, you know, when it comes to love. But from a romantic love standpoint, yeah, that's yeah. probably where I would be. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to date myself, but that's okay. Because, yes. you know, I don't mind telling my, at my age. But, I, you know, my first, um, I could think, introduction in love in literature was the Harlequin romances. Y'all remember those? Mm -hmm. I had a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> and every month, I would get my five books. Did you read them? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't have paid the subscription. Don't get that I, <laughs> yeah, I, I read my five little books. And, and, and I was just dumb enough to think that's what love really was. You know? Because I was young, you know, young. Mm -hmm. And I just ate those Harlow Quinn romances up. I just knew I was going to have you somebody dash it like that. It was just going to come <laughs> with you. <laughs> and in all the stories, you know, and I didn't realize either, all the stories ended the same, you know. Yeah. You, you have uh, Francis loves Johnny, and they get in some conflict. But in the end, he, they figure it out, and they... <laughs> Formula away in the sun in the sunset, and it wasn't a lot of sex in those Harlequin romances, you know. But just was just enough to get a teenager excited. <laughs> that that this was what was love. He loves me. <laughs> he loves me like she he did in the Harlequin romances. <laughs> I don't even know. They probably don't even make those books anymore, right? They do. They, they still do. make Harlequin romances. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are some stories. I'm telling you, 
But oh, yeah. um, that's what I thought love was all about. You know, what you read between the covers of a book, you know, because I figured even though it was fictional stories, it had to be based on something. Somebody knew somewhere was the truth. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I love those Harlequin romances until it got too expensive and then there was too many books all over the place, you know. <laughs> How many can you read to get the point? <laughs> nobody, nobody was trying to get the point. But, they were just trying to get the next little book and the next little I know. And it, was, it was these little books. I love Harlequin romances. <laughs> I now, you remember that author, um, Dame, I think Edna, not Edna. She wrote like over 700 romance books. Wow. Oh my God. Over seven. I think she was one of the most prolific writers. Um, Dame something or other. She was uh, knighted by the queen or something like that. But (laughs) it's just, it's funny because I used to read her stuff when I was a teenager. And, you know, that's. I'm trying to think of, did I ever read her? Oh, I'm sure you did. I'm. I don't know that she wrote specifically for Harlequin. Okay, um, okay. But she was. If she did, I read her. Yeah, no. (laughs) I got her. Yeah, so she was um, Barbara Cartland. Sorry. Barbara Cartland. Yes. Yes, Cartland. Yes. Yes. So she had like over 700 titles in her collection. And I just remember reading. And I went back the other day to look at her stuff. I just can't even imagine. No, that that's when you know they're using a formula to write. Ah. So, but it's just I went back to read one of her books, and I was like, "Ew, I can't believe I read." <laughs> she said, "Ew," not, and not just that you read it, but you enjoyed it. <laughs> that's true. Yes, and like you did because. It does affect your brain. You know, it starts conditioning you to start thinking, okay, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to meet somebody. And then we're going to have a short romance. By the time I get back home, you know, we're going to write to each other because we've fallen in love in the three days that we were out. No, he, he coming to my, he coming to where I live. He's going to move all the way across the world. Mm-hmm. Just for me. Yep. Because <laughs> he loves me. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Danielle Steele. I, I love a good Danielle uh-huh. Steele. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Just, oh, yes, Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have to say, though, you know, th- so this show, we were originally going to talk about it on Valentine's Day. Yes. And we were sitting there trying to come up with, okay, what can we do? Mm-hmm. You had promised not to be bah humbug anymore. Yeah, um, no, uh-uh, no, I was going to do that. <laughs> but it, it because it's interesting because when we came up with this topic, the first first story that came to mind um was the Song of Solomon. Oh wow. And it was just like I've never actually read it through, but I know that it's very um it's romantic. Mm-hmm. And number one, it's in the Bible. It's right. very romantic. It's also very risque. You know, if it you is because that's read... the only parts I know. He's talking about the breasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they talk about other stuff and make allusions to it. But it's just, you know, I, I think but it... as a kid, you know, you, you get pointed out those parts. Ooh, the breasts is in the Bible, you know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all stop laughing, but it's true. Before, you prayed, right? We did pray. We did pray. We did pray. We did invite him in, right? We did. We did. We did. But the breast is in the Bible. I was just checking. <laughs> but I never viewed Song of Solomon as a love, you know, love. I, you know, I, go ahead, Ruth. Welcome to our house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you never entered another world for real. <laughs> y'all know, y'all know that part about the breast was in there. And, and, and kids being kids, ooh, do you see this? That's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. <gasps> but you're right. Yeah, we're laughing about it. Yeah, so you're right. right. You're right. It's true. You were right. You were right. That's the way people. That's the way people looked at it. it. Was not presented to me as pros. You know, it, it just no. wasn't. And that's the thing too. I've learned the beauty of it because mm -hmm. you know, unlike you, Andrea, I'm. I, I read a lot of stuff, but poetry is not among them. It just. Mm -hmm. I don't know why my brain just does not have the patience to read poetry, but mm -hmm. I've learned that. Um, I don't remember what I was studying, but you know, the way the Bible is written, you know, especially like in the Psalms and the Proverbs, the mm -hmm. way it's, you know, there's a certain line, you know, words per line, that's poetry. Right. And the song Song of Solomon is part of that. It, it, it's part of a love song. Um, I think, you know, not just from Solomon to whichever wife. Or, that was, right? Yeah, one of 1000. That's not explained either, right? <laughs> so whichever wife he was talking to, but it's also, you know, a reflection of, um, you know, what God is telling us, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and for me, you know, my ultimate, you know, and I think you guys know this because my first romance book that I wrote was based off of a story in the Bible, you know, speak mm -hmm. tenderly to her was based yes. off of the book of Hosea and um, the, told their story, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just to me, I think that that is like the ultimate love story. It's not, right. you know, yeah, there is romantic love. Yeah, there is, you know, sex in the Bible and breasts, all yes. of that. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, it is about that love, that deeper love. You know, you talk about love, it's not just an emotion it's not just right. oh you know my heart's all a flutter and stuff like that it right. is something way deeper something that just you care about that other person and you care about what happens to that other person right right and it's just you know it's like you were saying andrea that you know whatever book you read you're gonna find that in there you know right. sometimes it presents itself as romance, sometimes it presents itself as, you know, a mother-child relationship mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, parent or family or friend. Friends. And, you know, yeah. love yeah. your Friendship friend. Friendship is, yeah. is a deep one, which is also in the Bible, you know, you love that one about live, loving your brother enough to lay down your life mm -hmm. for a brother. That's, that's deep. Mm -hmm. And the love, the love of mankind. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that, that love that, that God tries to get us to, you know, yeah, right. uh, the, the Christ-like love. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just, it's not just passion, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it is all those other kinds of love uh, that you mentioned. And, 
and it's everywhere. Right, right. You know, it transcends uh, cultures and boundaries and all Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. You know, I think sometimes if we could, if I wonder sometimes uh, where we would be if we let uh, the mankind, the man kind love, the love for your fellow man. If mm-hmm. if we allowed that uh, to supersede everything else that we that we do and that we think about, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. trying to yes, yes. My first thought about you was about expressing a God kind of love. Right. You know, right. my first thought about you had nothing to do with ethnicity or color or bias uh, that I could put out there, how how much more pleasant Mm -hmm. would the world be? Like that author's book that we did, you know, where everybody was intentional about being kind to each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and wanting the best for each other. And, and and all that we did too, Paula. We saw your comment. Paula yeah. said they skipped over the song or something for that part, that very reason. The immature kids could not handle that part. <laughs> but that I forgot the name of the book that quick. But y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, I think it was with about. Richard Harris. Yeah, yeah, that book when, was when they took the best of the best to create yeah. this world. Um, yeah, that that wasn't competitive and wasn't against one another exactly. and wasn't fighting exactly. for power and all of that. Imagine. Yeah. That's, Ima- what that's right. Yeah. And imagine if that was happening right now, we would not have the this Ukraine situation in Russia. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That love was just present that wanted the best for each other. And, but um, I think even in that, you know, you're seeing some of the responses in love. Um, right. I was uh, at the gym earlier and trying to avoid looking at the news while I was on the treadmill. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there are countries who are opening their borders to the refugees. They're not stopping them. They're not turning them back. They're saying, come on in. We understand what's going on. Yeah. We got enough respect, at least for mankind. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that. Wow. Ruth, have you ever done any research? I would love to know the research of how many books there are about love, you know? Because love is such a, a, a broad and powerful topic. Yeah. And there's so many facets of it, you know? So I don't know how many books could quantify that. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that, that that's something I don't think we could. I mean, if we were yeah. going to say, okay, how many romance books are there? You know, we could perhaps look at the numbers, but, you know, when you start talking, um, you know, I, I there was another book that I read. It's called um, A Monster Calls, and it's a young mm. adult book, um, a young boy, his mother, um, he lives in England with his mother and his mother is dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And he ha- keeps having this recurring nightmare where he's um, on a cliff and he's holding on to his mom and then he wakes up and in daylight, so that's his dream but when he wakes up there's a tree nearby and it comes to life as a monster 
And the monster comes back to him several times and he tells him, you know, I'm going to tell you three stories and you're going to tell me one. And ultimately what it comes down to is that he is, he's hurting. His mother's Mm -hmm. dying. You know, Mm -hmm. his father has left for America. His grandmother, he doesn't get along with her. He's being bullied at school. He has one friend. He feels invisible and he starts acting out and he ends up breaking this little boy's arm. He, He ends up destroying his grandmother's house but no one will correct him and he's looking for people to punish him but people are instead are loving him because they understand what he's going through Mm -hmm. and he doesn't understand that until the end when he's able to tell his own story and Mm. to me you know it's written as a it's written as a fantasy book it's written Mm -hmm. as a you know young adult book but it's a love it's a story of love You know, it's all these people who are surrounding this little boy as he's acting out, but it's in love. So, you know, it'd be hard to quantify that, but I think we could probably say that a majority, a majority of the stories have some form of love. And I think, you know, often than not, love drives the story. Yes. You know? Yes. Yep. What so. a universal language, right? Mm-hmm. Love is a universal yeah. language. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. If you had to, if you had to write a, if somebody told you to write a, a love story, and this is this is kind of like the six word challenge, but <laughs> but if somebody told you that you know that you had to write a story, what just off the top of your head, what would you include in it? Hmm. Hmm. I well, might write a book like Beaches, which talked about um, the love of the friendships that. Um, two friends had mm. over the years yeah. and how it changed. Was, everything changed for each of them in their individual lives, but they still loved each other. They loved each other till one died, you know, mm. and then the one that was left living ended up taking the one who died child, you know, to, oh. to take care of. And if you've never read Beaches, you can watch the movie with Bette Midler in it. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. And, yeah. But I read the book first, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and I have friendships like that. I have friends that I have been friends with well over 30 years now, you know? So I might write a book like that, that, that would talk about the friendships that I have had over the years and how they have been enduring, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, from a child till now, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a lot of years, right? <laughs> I've known some people over 50 because we mm-hmm. met each other in six, when we were six years old. So I'm 57 now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. yeah, I might write a story like that, how mm-hmm. friends can love each other through time and distance, because it just doesn't matter. You know, I'm just Vicky That's to good. them. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Ruth? Because you've already written some, some great love stories. Whoppers. <laughs> I think I would probably stick with that, the, that not formula, but just that, that um, focus point is the romance. Um, romantic love, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't do the whole, you know, uh, fly by the seat emotions, you know, and the conflict. I, For me, it has to be realistic. 
And there, there are, you know, it's not easy. Marriage isn't easy. Right. Love isn't easy. You know, that kind right. of relationship between a man or a woman partners, it's just, it's not easy. And there has to be, um, no, there will be conflict mm-hmm. is how you work through it. And right. I think ultimately your love is stronger because of that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I just wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Amen. The church say amen. I put those people that loved each other on that train. Church. I let them ride. <laughs> she did write the book, y'all. Get the book. Get the book. She wrote it. <laughs> Every last word. <laughs> I think that I think though, if I were to to write something else. I would want it to, I would want it to be something that, that people know the hope that love can bring. Mm -hmm. There would have to be hope in there and there would have to be forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think a good part of what throws us in with loving relationships, whether they are the mankind, the friend, the parent, you know, mm-hmm. passionate love and all of that, somewhere in there, there's usually a story of forgiveness. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Some somewhere in there. Um, love's lost, love's rekindled, you know, all of those kinds of things, relationships that are, are are put back together when you never thought they would be, yeah. or relationships yeah. that you walk away from because you have to. Right. Um, but, you know, all, all of that is is a part of it, I think. All of yeah. that encompasses uh, who we are and how we love and um, how we can get caught up in the lives of the characters. Right. Mm -hmm. I think just transitioning from the love in literature to to the love that's portrayed and the messes that are portrayed Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. soap operas and things like that. Yes, yes. Off the the beaten topic, I guess. But I I know so many people, when, when I was dealing with cancer and I... I was in the hospital for so long and recouping for so long. I I got heavy, heavy into soap operas. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'd wake up in the morning wondering what happened to Jan? You know, <laughs> when is Bill coming home? <laughs> that was my thing for the day. And I've met people who, you know, would cry because Miss Smith died, and I'm doing like, right? Miss Smith, you know, she's on the guiding light. I'm like, well, what are we doing? What, what is happening here? And I know people that would take their lunch break when, when the soap opera. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All my children. They would go to, uh, I, I had one friend that, that went to California um, because one of the characters had died, and she. She wanted to pay her respects. She oh. took it too far. She oh, took it too far. Is, now. Just, but she was serious. She was serious. 
And yeah. and I think sometimes when when I think about those stories, I think about and maybe I shouldn't, but I think about the power mm-hmm. that those stories wield, and that yeah. it's a lot of power. It's a yeah. lot. Of Right. Depending on where people are in their lives, what yeah. they're going through in their yes. lives, what they need, what yes. they need in their yes. lives, you know, and they insert themselves mm-hmm. into these characters, into the yes. stories, into the Harlequin romances, yep. into mm-hmm. all of these things. Yes. So I, I think that for myself as a writer, as an author, as a poet, I, one thing I would want to always be is responsible. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. What I write. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and as Ruth says, I got to let the story tell itself because mm-hmm. it, it was very true uh, with what I was doing, but you, you have to understand sometimes as you've written your story, read your story, editing your story or whatever, that there are people who will read your story. Yeah read those things and may take it in an entirely different way than mm-hmm. you did you wrote it at the yeah. time. Right. So in as we write, we have to be as true to our characters as we can. As true be real, right? Like we're saying real, real in love. I real. like that idea of, of love yeah. lost. You know, I like that yeah. love lost and yeah. reunited you know, yeah. years later. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that there's, there's, that's a big umbrella. It is. That's mm-hmm. a it is. huge mm-hmm. umbrella. Yes. And, and it can go so many different ways. It can take your story so many different places. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the places so... we go. <laughs> <laughs> it can develop so, so many characters. Some you love, some you love to hate. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, love to hate is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a just a just a wide spectrum. Just a wide spectrum. And, and I know mm-hmm. we we have to um, wrap up, but I, I I just wanted to mention, you know, the, that the love of Christ. You know, mm-hmm. the love of Christ that, and you know, as we read the Bible and we read what Christ has done for us, I could not write a novel big enough, <laughs> or right. or write anything close. To telling God, thank you enough for loving me as he does. You know, that yeah. the love that he had towards us and still has towards us. It's, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, and I invite any of our listen, listeners out there to try him. Try and read that Bible and see the love that God has towards us. That he loved this world so much that he sent his son. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the love that, that beats all love, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and you are so right. You are so right, Victoria. And that is, that's a perfect place for us to wrap up tonight. I think, I really do. Uh, we have, we have an opportunity to love. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Every week that we come together, we yeah. have an opportunity mm-hmm. to love and to show love in in a different way. A yeah. way that we may not ourselves have even thought about before we started this journey with authors up. Yeah. But we I love each of you. 
We love, we love you too. Three, love you. Three of us love every listener that comes back. We I do. Tell you what, we love you, love you, love you. We do. See your names pop up in the comment section. And We're excited. <laughs> like, hey. Look, and for all the ones that we don't see, we yes. love and appreciate you as well. That's exactly. right. That's yeah. right. Because yeah. we've got we've got some listeners that 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 pop in and peep in that never we never see their names, but yes. you're out there. Yes, right. And we don't thank you. We love you any less yes. because we love you just as much as those whose names that we see popping up. So I thank you. I thank you for stopping by the house tonight. Yes, we do. Thank you. <laughs> and visiting with us as we talk about this thing called love. Um, oh, I was I was getting ready to ask you, and who is our guest next week? But I think that's me. You. <laughs> join us we next get week. Ready. Yes. Join us next week as we talk with author Andrea L. Hines about her latest project called The Train. The train. The train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come back next week. Don't leave me by myself with these two ladies. I love them dearly, but I'm telling you, sometimes they scare me. They <laughs> So join us next week. You never know what's going to happen on Authors Up. And we'll be right back here at 7 p.m. on Sunday night. And again, what's our time for our replay on Saturday, Ruth? Is that 7 p.m.? 7 p.m., yes. 7 p.m., 7 p.m. We had some um, comments where they said, Francita said, much love to you all. Marsha says, thank you, love you all. We love you too. We just wanted to acknowledge that. We yes. see you. We see Absolutely. you. These are on our Facebook Live. Yep. They are telling yep. us how much they love us, and we love them too. Yes, and thank you, Linda, for joining. And Paula, I'm so excited for you and what's getting ready to happen in your life and with your with your uh, story of uh, love and some twists. Yes, now that's right. a love story right there. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we can qualify that for sure. <laughs> So that is it for us for tonight. Come back next week at 7 p.m. Uh, Ruth or Victoria, do either of you have any particular closing comments? No, nope. my cheeks hurt. I just love everybody. I've been smiling okay. this whole time. Yes, love, yes, love, yes. love you. Yes, yes, yes. Night, Brian, girl. <laughs> How about you, Ruth? Anything? Just a reminder, email us at uh, authorsup at gmail.com. We, our books are closed, but we are happy to accept any comments. If you have any questions, you want to chat about a book, email us. That's right. We are here. We are here. And not just for each other. We're here for you too. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so you all take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. You never know. We may be asking you next week, what's your week in review? That's hey. That's right. <laughs> be ready. I like that. Ready. I like that. <laughs> so good night, everybody. See you next week. Good night. Good night.